This podcast is also brought to you by Bears Bull Brew. Now, if you're like my girlfriend and you love yourself some coffee, check out Bears Bull Brew for some of the most redonkulous roasts on the market today. They got the Brazilian Grizzly Medium Roast. Mmm. The Papua Bear Blonde Roast. Looks pretty good to me. Peruvian Claw Dark Roast. Ooh, I papi. Rwanda Honey Medium Roast. And that's just some of them. That ain't even all of them. So if you want yourself some of the finest coffee you can get, hit up bearsbrew.cells.com that's bearsbrew.cells.com and get yourself some fresh ass coffee sweet and easy on your stomach not gonna give you that weird feeling you get sometimes when you drink that crappy coffee that most people be sipping on no 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 go for the high life get the best made out of rock hill south carolina come on and raise up that's north carolina but you know the drill bears brew coffee get some now you're welcome Hello, 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 hello. How's it going, everybody? Welcome to episode 49 of Not Rocket Science Podcast, the show about business and tech and getting wrecked, whatever. Whatever, you know the drill. Anyway, how's it going, y'all? Hope you guys are doing well. I'm doing all right myself here in a slightly warmer Brooklyn, New York. It's finally turning the seasons a little bit. Uh, Still not nice out. Still definitely cold, but not like brutal Siberia cold, just regular cold. Um, And I'll take it. I will take it because I am at my last wit's end I don't even know, is that a saying, wits at wits end, whatever, with uh, winter, it's driving me nuts, tired of wearing my ugly ass winter jacket, I want to wear a t-shirt, I want to feel free, flowing, you know what I mean, but uh, it's coming, it's coming, just gotta exercise patience, patient, 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 I hope you guys had a good weekend, I am doing this podcast very late this week, I just had stuff to do this weekend, timing didn't work out. So I'm doing this on a Monday after work, and I'm recording this thing, and then I will be editing, and I will be deploying, so it's kind of like, fuck it, we'll do it live. It's not really live, but I'm doing the recording, editing, and post all in one shot. Got one shot. Do not miss your chance to blow. This opportunity comes once in a lifetime. You better mom spaghetti. Um, so today, what are we doing? 
To be honest with you guys, I didn't really have a topic this week. I was kind of uh, not sure what to do. I was kind of going back and forth on a couple things, but nothing was really hitting me, and that was one of the reasons why I didn't record. Like, I probably could have made room to record over the weekend if I was inspired, but this is just one of those weeks when it comes to doing shows on a weekly basis or it comes to building a company up or running even like an Instagram account heavy. There's just certain days where you're just not feeling it. And even sometimes there's certain weeks where you're just not feeling it. And it wasn't so much that I wasn't feeling um, the idea of working this week. I just wasn't, the ideas just were not flowing or not coming to me at all. So yeah, the well was dry this week. I just was not Coming up with anything, even with the Instagram posts, I mean, I'm still, like, struggling to come up with new creative ideas. I started doing these, like, quotes with Chance the Rapper and Mark Cuban. I think the design looks better than a lot of the stuff I was posting before. So, kind of happy with those, but still, I don't want to just make a bunch of quotes. I don't want to have a quote Instagram account. Those, like, motivational quotes, ugh. No thank you. You know what I mean? Like, the ones that post all those motivational messages and quotes or like i'm an entrepreneur and it's like they use the nike font for just do it and there's a picture behind them of like leonardo dicaprio as the wolf of wall street and some quote that's like don't let someone who's done nothing tell you how to do anything and it's like a picture of like david beckham flexing or something you know what i'm talking about those like motivation accounts or one that's like be crazy enough to know you can do anything in life. <laughs> like, what? I don't understand those accounts because I don't know engagement-wise, like, what their expectation is supposed to be as far as people commenting on their posts. Like, yeah, man, I so agree with what you're saying, man. You're so inspired. Like, does that, those, do those things actually, like, inspire anybody? Like, who's this person that needs to be inspired and motivated so bad that they have to scroll on Instagram and watch all these pictures of, like, David Beckham and Tigers and Cristiano Ronaldo with, like, shitty quotes over them? Who are those people? Because those people are not going to do anything worthwhile in life. Like, seriously. I don't get those accounts, and I feel bad because, yeah, man... Yeah, I am in engagement groups, and some of the accounts in those engagement groups are those fucking accounts. So I am kind of putting them on blast and revealing that I do engagement groups, which I've done before on Instagram episodes. Yeah, yeah, I do them. I do them. I've done everything, man. I've done everything on Instagram. Other than botting myself, because I don't know how to code in Python, so I don't, like, build my own bots or anything, but I'll do, I'll try anything once on Instagram as far as growth hacking goes. Trust me. I'll do it all, at least as an experiment. You know, I'll Eddie Guerrero that shit. I'll lie, cheat, and steal for a little bit just to test the waters to see what works and what doesn't because, um, you know, I like, to, I like to just experiment and see what works, see what doesn't, and then think, you know, is this so unethical it's not worth doing or is it a little okay or is it bad? Um, I don't bot or anything like that. I don't do any automated anything right now. Um, because it hurts you know it's not even so much the the ethics of it it's more that it hurts your account in the long run if you don't do it right and it's very easy to do it wrong on a bot particularly if you're using a proxy or something but anyway that's not the point of the episode the point of this episode today is to get into the apple announcements because apple came out with a big announcement with the little like steve jobs theater thing today and tim cook blah 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 about all their new shit and I thought it was like a good episode to cover that and not Instagram engagement groups. 
If you guys want more on Instagram, I've done two episodes already about Instagram growth. If you want more of that, let me know. But according to the downloads, you don't want to know more about that. So that's why I'm not talking so much about Instagram growth anymore. Um, but if you've got questions about it, hit me up, NRS underscore show on Twitter, or DM me on the gram. Because, um, yeah, I am an open book when it comes to Instagram growth. I'm not the best at it. I'm not a guru. My account isn't like doesn't have tons of followers, although my sneaker account is a lot bigger. But uh, yeah, I'm not a guru, but I've deep dived probably more than most when it comes to growth, and I know I know a thing or two. Um, so yeah, do you want to know more? Hit me up. Anyway, back to the Apple event. I th- I, f- I feel like instead of just me blabbling about the event, I think it would be better. If we do it kind of like a YouTube reaction video style where I'm just going to play. I found a YouTube video where it's like the entire highlights of the event in seven minutes. And I'm just going to play that and I'll just react to that. Because to me that makes a little more sense. So you're not just hearing my ass recap this thing. Um, so yeah, and I don't I don't think... I, I've read articles and I saw little videos on Twitter and whatnot. But I have I didn't watch the event live. I didn't stream it. I just kind of read articles about it on The Verge and other tech blogs. So, it'll be good. Get some reaction from some video content. You know what I mean? Know what I mean? All right, let's do this Apple March event recap. Good morning, and welcome to the Steve Jobs Theater. As you can tell, today's going to be a very... As you can tell. Good morning. And welcome to the Steve Jobs Theater. As you can tell, today's going to be a very different kind of event. As you can tell. So let's get started with Apple News. Tim Cook's like Kenneth Parcel from The Office after he's like gone through some shit, like after a few divorces or something. Like he's not quite as enthusiastic, but he still has that good old Southern boy charm. And that's not a gay thing. Not a gay thing. Um, that was not a gay thing. Don't get at me about that. I'm talking more about the aw shucks thing. That southern aw shucks thing going on. Not not commenting about anything involving his sexual preference. 2019, gotta be clear. Just saying. I love the feeling of being at the newsstand. Like, isn't he? He's Kenneth Parcel. With all those beautiful and thought-provoking magazines covering so many topics. Well, today, we're bringing magazines to Apple News. All of these magazines come to life in an all-new service that we call Apple News Plus. Very creative name. Apple News Plus will bring you over 300... Who is this guy? ...magazines across all sorts of topics. And Apple News Plus... Who the fuck is this guy? ...is the only place where you will find all these magazines in a single package. But Apple News Plus is about more than magazines. Apple News Plus also includes some of the most popular premium digital subscriptions, like the Skim. We download groups of articles from our servers, and then we use on-device intelligence to make recommendations. And that means... We don't know what you read, and in addition to that, we don't allow advertisers to track you. So this is the this is the level that it takes to get applause at this point. Them not 
monitoring what we read for advertisers. So if we don't do that, it's some great innovation or breakthrough. This is like that Chris Rock bit where he talks about people in the hood, like, asking for praise for shit you're just supposed to do. Like, I ain't never been to jail. You're not supposed to go to jail, motherfucker. (laughs) That's one of my favorite bits of all time. Anyway, let's continue. We decided to make this available to your entire family with family sharing at no extra charge. You pay $9.99 per month. That $9.99 will get you. That's like the perfect subscription monthly rate, right? Like, it's $100 a year, but $9.99 looks cheap. Those sneaky fucks did it again. But this is like the last desperate attempt for magazine companies to try to stay relevant in the digital media world, right? Like, they're just like, fine, we'll give ourselves to Apple. You know, magazines like Maxim. Maxim was so big when I was in middle school, and now, like, nobody talks about it. Apple News Plus is available today. Just download today's updates of iOS and macOS. And then pay us, motherfucker. And launch Apple News. And the first month is free. Wow, free. One month free. Holy crap, what a deal. Now let's talk about Apple Pay. We're bringing Apple Pay to transit in major cities in the U.S., starting right here on the west coast of Portland and rolling out in Chicago and New York City later this year. Today, we're introducing a brand new service, and we call it Apple Card. Man, they are just branding geniuses with these names. You don't have to wait days to get your card. Just sign up on your iPhone, and in just minutes, you get your Apple Card, and you can start using it right away. Heavy, heavy Firefest vibes going on with this card. Or not even Firefest. What's the precursor to Fire? Magnesis? Magnesis. Heavy Magnesis vibes. Things all titanium and shit. Anyway. You can use it worldwide anywhere with Apple Pay. In apps, in stores, on the web. And your Apple Card will be available across all of your Apple devices. Apple Card is also always with you because it's in your iPhone, in the wallet app. And the wallet app has completely new capabilities. So you can see everything you need to know about your Apple Card. With Apple Card, if you have a question, just text us right from messages. That is kind of cool that it's all in one platform. And uh, I was reading earlier, you know, there's no, like, fees. There's no hidden stuff. It's all just transparent. And uh, any questions you have all on one platform. I'll give Apple that. It's cool. Plus, also, credit card scammers with the guns can't steal your digits now because it's all encrypted or whatever within your, your uh, Apple account. So, it's kind of cool. I'm not going to do it because I hate Apple Pay because it triggers on my phone when I'm just trying to unlock my phone. Because I have a 7. I got an old-ass 7. No, I didn't get the X. No, I didn't get any of that crap. I'm perfectly content right now with my 7. But uh, Apple Pay, you know, they they got me trying to buy shit that doesn't even exist. I trigger Apple Pay and I get an error that uh, I have to, like, hold my phone to the the code or whatever of the product that doesn't exist when I'm just trying to unlock my phone. So that's why I don't use Apple Pay. Everything from getting details on a transaction to letting us know your new address. With Apple Card, we use machine learning and Apple Maps. Ooh, machine learning. Apple Maps? Gross. Come on, guys. Just use Google's. 
It's so much better. It's so much better. Apple Maps is made fun of in movies for how bad it is. Come on. We transform this mess into names and locations that you'll recognize. Apple Card also automatically organizes and totals your purchases. And you can keep track of your spending by categories like food and drink, shopping, entertainment, and more. And more, bitches. And more. And Apple Card also... That's the default line for, like, that's all we got, but we got to make this sound good. Also shows you how your spending is trending week over week. Or Ugh. I mean, this is, like, what all banks already have in their apps. Month over month. So every time you spend with Apple Card, you get cash back, and you get it every day. In fact, every time you pay with your iPhone or Apple Watch, you'll get 2% of the purchase amount in daily cash. And for purchases made directly from Apple, you get 3% daily cash. So you can use your Apple Pay and Apple Credit Card on your Apple phone to buy your new Apple laptop or your new Apple USB cord because they switch their cords every year. And it's all stored on your Apple account. And you get the extra percent cash back because Apple wants to do you a favor. Fucking crazy. 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 Anyway. Apple Arcade is the world's first game subscription service for mobile, desktop, and living room. With a single subscription, you'll get access to over 100 new and exclusive games. You'll be able to play Apple Arcade games across iPhone, iPad, Mac, and Apple TV, and pick up where you left off in a game, even if you switch devices. And unlike streaming services, every game will be playable offline. There will be no ads and no additional purchases needed. And parents can manage their kids' access with our screen time features. Apple Arcade games cannot collect any data about you, nor track any information about how you play their games without your consent. Apple Arcade will be... Jesus, once again, once again, the carrot is that they're not going to stalk you, and that's what gets these little Apple minions to applaud. I'm fully convinced that the people in the audience are the dudes that roll up in Starbucks with their AirPods in. And they're, now they're going to be, you know, flexing with their titanium Apple cards. This is a new level of douchey flexing. And it's going to be that dude who still has the 2014 tapered man bun who, you know, is going to flex with their Apple card, get their mocha latte, roll out of Starbucks, and start vaping on their Jewel. That's coming, y'all. Watch out. Be available this fall in over 150 countries and regions around the world. Pricing and more details to come. Only the channels you want, on demand, ad-free, for the entire family. And all of it is inside the new Apple TV app. Great, so after I buy my new Apple computer with my Apple card that's on my Apple phone, I can play Apple Arcade on my way home and watch Apple TV with Apple TV channels. Whether you get your TV from a live stre a streaming service like Prime Video, Hulu, or ESPN Plus, movies from iTunes, sports, news, and network TV from cable or satellite, or shows from HBO, Showtime, and stars with the new Apple TV channels. It's all together in one place 
the Apple TV app. That is kind of cool because I've just been waiting for live sports to be a la carte. So if I can just grab ESPN and maybe a couple other things and just roll with that, sounds pretty good to me. Golf clap. I'm giving Apple a golf clap on that one, to be honest. All right. Let's see. You'll be able to get this new experience, including Apple TV channels, on all these devices through a software update this May. We're bringing the Apple TV app to the Mac. We're launching the same great experience with Samsung this spring. Ooh, tricky partnerships there. I'm sure that uh, wasn't four months of negotiations. Followed by Sony, LG, and Vizio. We're bringing... Well, they got all the leverage, I guess. ...the Apple TV app to smart TVs. And we're even bringing the Apple TV app to Roku and Amazon. But we have even more to contribute to the TV experience. Apple TV Plus. We've partnered with the most accomplished storytellers, as well as a new generation of the most exciting voices. Oh shit, this is when they're bringing out Oprah. Who together will define Apple TV Plus as the destination for the highest quality originals. From documentaries to dramas, from kids to comedies, the highest quality of storytelling in one single place. This is Apple TV Plus. Apple TV Plus is an ad-free subscription service. It's on demand, available online and offline. Everything's downloadable with exclusive original movies and shows with new additions every single month. And it's all starting this fall. The opportunity to work with all of these exceptional artists is truly inspiring. We have one more remarkable storyteller to share with you this morning. It's Oprah time, bitches. Hi. <laughs> what a fun morning. <laughs> they cut her off. What the heck? They cut off Oprah. How do you cut off Oprah? Who made this video? Oh, The Verge cut off Oprah? How dare you? How dare you cut off Oprah? That was the thing I was looking forward to the most out of this entire damn video. And they didn't even have it. They didn't even have it. Well, anyway, Oprah has signed on to collaborate with Apple. Where on Apple TV Plus, she's going to release two documentaries and I think an audiobook as well. That was the big reveal, and The Verge, like little bitches, decided to cut off Quain Oprah. Our customers. Thank you. Bye-bye. And to move together one billion plus strong into a future of our own design, all connected through Apple! Thank you. I will never forget this. <laughs> oh, there's Oprah. See, they put her at the end. They knew that was the best for last. All right, I appreciate the effort, but don't cut her off like that next time. No bueno, Verge. Anyway, so that was the event in a nutshell, I guess. Overall, I don't know. I find it kind of weird... This whole SaaS platform-based subscription model, it's just so fucking, like, skeevy to me. 
because everyone's just asking for $9.99 a month, $9.99 a month, $9.99 a month. You'll you'll pay for five different services from Apple for $9.99 a month, plus Spotify, plus Netflix. It's like they're trying to get you off of those things, but realistically, you're not going to go off of all those things. And even if you did, you're still paying $100 a year for each of these, which could be like five, six, seven hundred dollars a year, plus your computer, plus your phone bill. So realistically, if you're Apple's best customer, like if you know, if their marketing team segments out their customers as like high level, mid level, low level, the person you're trying to acquire and convert to like the casual Apple a customer to the high level one, you know, bro at the Starbucks with the AirPods and his MacBook Air on his Apple TV at home actually subscribes to Apple Music, one of the 10 people that do that. Um if that's their high level consumer, their highest level consumers are now going to be spending thousands of dollars a year with a lot of it just based on subscription services. And they're paying it with their Apple card. Something's just cruel about this. Something's just twisted, twisted, twisted consumerism. But I'm, I guess when you're a trillion dollar company, this is your goal, right? This is like your hashtag goals is to just get people to pay you with your shit. Like that's where Apple's going with this now. It's kind of crazy to me. Um, I, for one, am not subscribing to any of this stuff, nor am I buying an Apple credit card, even though I kind of like the concept. I want a bank or a uh, fintech company like Stash or Betterment. You know, I'd use their card and get, you know, stock rewards or something. I just don't want Apple to monopolize everything about American capitalism. It's just going a little too far getting a little bit ridiculous when you're paying apple for their overpriced shit with your apple card and then you go home and just watch apple tv on your apple monitor that your apple tv hardware is controlled because they can't they haven't even innovated on any of their hardware in years like that's my biggest issue is like where's the innovation you're just doing what netflix and spotify have been doing for years essentially you know what I mean? Like, and there's some cool aspects about it. I like the a la carte channel ordering about with the new Apple TV. That's kind of cool. But overall, it's like make a make the next big computer. How about that, guys? Or the next breakthrough phone and not the bullshit iPhone X that you guys put out last year. That's what I want to see out of Apple. And they ain't getting shit from me other than what... You know, the bare minimum, which is like more gig storage. I pay like a dollar ninety nine a month for that or something. And, you know, when my computer breaks, unfortunately, the software I use for my job only runs with Apple, so I have to buy an Apple computer and blah, blah, blah. I don't want to, but I have to. Um, but that's it. They're just getting the bare minimum for me. None of this stuff really piqued my interest, but it's people will adapt to this. People will buy some of this stuff. Uh, I think the card will, within the tech scene, people that like to flex with their Apple shit will buy that Apple uh, credit card or sign up for it. It's a sleek design. The card itself looks pretty cool and it's titanium. So people are going to go all American Psycho with it. You know what I'm talking about with the scene with the business cards. 
people will try to flex and pretend it's a Amex black card. And uh, I think this Apple TV thing has a shot at succeeding more so than all the other Apple TV stuff that's come out so far. But the arcade, like, who, who cares, man? I don't know. There's so many gaming options. I don't see why that's going to take off necessarily. And the news thing, like, come on. I can go to a website and read the damn news. I don't need to pay you guys $10 a month to read a bunch of magazines and some exclusive content. There's no such thing as exclusive content in 2019, guys. Let's be real here. On my, you know, read that on my 375 pixel wide phone. No, that's a terrible experience just inherently due to the size of my phone. So I will not be doing any of that, but can't knock the hustle, can't knock them for trying. I just would like more innovation and and less horizontal, you know, trying to monopolize every industry and get more vertical with what they do best, which is phones and computer hardware. Um, That's my take. That's always been my take. And I want them to get rid of these shitty dongles. I'm not converting to your new stupid cord every year. So make the dongles better. Uh, I bought headphones, so now I don't use the dongle. I bought the whatever Thunderbolt headphone thing. Uh, But yeah, I want to know what you guys think about this. Because I'm just like, where's the innovation, guys? That's my hot take. Where is the damn innovation? You're just doing what other people do under your brand and you're using your brand equity to try to acquire people the same way you're acquiring content creators like Oprah to um, produce exclusive content for your platform. But Apple jumping into the content game, I don't know. If it were a stock, I would not buy. That's all I'm saying. Apple became what they are off of, you know, Steve Jobs, just his vision, his ingenuity, his mindset. And they got so big that they were able to scale based on Steve Jobs, what he did, what his future plans were when he passed. And that bought them, you know, a good seven, eight years. And now they're at probably a point where they've executed on all Steve Jobs' ideas. And I don't, like, this is what they're doing. They're going horizontal. And traditionally, that doesn't work very well. I mean, it could work for them. They're a trillion-dollar company. And it's working It's working with Amazon, too, to a degree. So maybe this is like a new frontier of companies that's more like the gilded age in the 1870s and 80s with a u.s steel where it's like a new version of a monopoly that isn't based on trusts and maybe we're just seeing a new wave of mega conglomerate company but in general when you've kind of run out of innovation ideas with your what you do, you know, your bread and butter, and you start moving into other sectors and trying to do other things, it doesn't typically work out in the long run. So it'll be interesting. But anyway, I just wanted to recap that event because, A, I didn't have an idea for this week, so I wanted to leverage current events, and, B, I'm genuinely interested in Apple just because of how big they are and the moves they make, similar to Amazon these days. And uh, it's topical. I've done a bunch of episodes on Apple in the past, even before I kind of pivoted this show to something that's more uh, digital business entrepreneurship-y. I still like to cover Apple and what they're doing as a business. So 
moving on. Last week I introduced the Q&A segment, and I kind of liked it. I liked it. I'm keeping it up. I'm keeping it moving. So we're just going to do a few questions before we call it. Um, Not too many this week at all, but a couple. A couple. So first one by... Most of these come from Instagram, mind you. The vast, 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 vast majority. All right. Jay Navasa. um, Question is, on Instagram, you have some cool designs. What do you use to make your Instagram posts? Um, So if you haven't seen my Instagram, check it out at NRS underscore show. But uh, yes, I do make my own Instagram content. I don't repost other people's stuff generally it looks shitty because it's been uh compressed so it's not as clear like the pixel it's pixelated usually when people repost content if they don't do it right that's a b i like to have my thing branded not mean i like to have branded content so i like to make my own and i like to have it be kind of like my authentic voice because generally uh long-term instagram accounts that have their own kind of voice Authentic voice. I said authentic, like a little Jersey accent come in there for a second. Yeesh. Authentic voice. Um, Accounts with that tend to do better longer. Uh, It's a better long-term strategy. So I use, I I have a weird workflow because, so for my job as a UX designer, I use this software called Sketch. And Sketch is a software that's the software I was alluding to before where I have to use Apple because it only runs on Apple computers. Um, but it's more for like designing screens and layouts and things like that. It's not like Adobe Illustrator or Photoshop. Uh, it doesn't have as many tools, but I'm so comfortable because I use it all day that I actually make my posts with Sketch. But the photo assets that I use that you see in all of my uh and a lot of my and a lot of my posts are cropped they're cut out like I have the chance the rapper and mark cuban and they're cut out um and i do all that in photoshop and i do clone stamping in photoshop cropping things like that so i'll find a photo and i'll crop it and edit it the way i want in photoshop i'll export it out of photoshop i'll put it in the sketch and then i'll make the actual artboard in sketch instead of adobe illustrator or photoshop or something like that just because i don't like using adobe products that much just because i don't use them day to day unless i have to so for like photo editing i use them and i'm pretty comfortable with photoshop i'm not as comfortable in illustrator anymore Uh, i was for a minute but i just use sketch so much more that it's easier and quicker for me to just do it there so then i make the asset sketch export that artboard and then that's my post um, that I upload on G Drive or Slack or something to my phone and then upload it on Instagram. So that's really my workflow. And then I also use this one site. Little quick tip for anyone on Instagram that wants clean line breaks. So you know Instagram, you have to put those dots or slashes or whatever to get clean line breaks so your stuff doesn't look all jumbled. Um, so you can have spaces with your lines. There's a site called... Uh, what is it called? It's like IG line capture or something like that. But the site is called appsforlifehost.com. So 
apps, APPS, for the number four, lifehost.com slash Instagram slash caption maker. So caption, capital C-A-P-T-I-O-N, capital M-A-K-E-R dot HTML. So if you type that in or you just Google Instagram, no line break, you'll probably find it. Uh, if you copy your caption text into that and then hit copy generate, um, you can then paste that into your caption and it'll be your post where you can have clean line breaks with no dots or slashes or anything. So that's kind of the last step when I post on Instagram. And that's kind of my workflow for all Instagram posts. All right. Next up we have from Joe Turno. Are you following the NCAA tournament? Who do you think is going to win it? Um, I'm sort of following the NCAA tournament. I've been following March Madness less and less and less and less these days. But, uh, you know, I know I'm following Zion Williamson, the next LeBron on the new wave, kind of like a bigger Charles Barkley type of dude. Duke almost lost over the weekend. I'm thinking, I don't know. I think there might be like a dark horse. Like I might pick North Carolina. They're kind of looking good right now. Duke. My issue with Duke is they're not a good outside shooting team and they don't have any depth. Um, So I can't really, even though Zion's a beast, teams with no depth and bad outside shooting tend to not do well in the tournament. Like if they shut down the inside on them, if any team just gets inside with them, it's going to be rough. Apologize for the police siren. It's New York City, people. Um, So yeah, I'm just going to roll the dark horse and say North Carolina. Uh, even though they're one seed, so it's not much of a dark horse. I can't pick Virginia because of last year where they just flopped on their face. Um, so I'm going to go with Carolina. All right. Next question. <laughs> this is the last question. It's kind of two questions, though. So one is from Scarlet Seaweed. He has two questions, both about Joyzy, Jersey Stand Up. But they're not related. So the first one, he asked, when do you think Jersey will have legal recreational marijuana? Well, the uh, bill did not get the 21 votes it needed just recently. So they're going to redo it. Um, I know Governor Murphy wants that thing passed, but it's getting held up in legislature. But I think it's a matter of time. And it's just a matter of time. Like this whole marijuana thing... It's going to happen. It's just it's going to take a little bit of time for these old-ass politicians to turn around and finally legalize this thing across the board. Um, you know, they're running into roadblocks now, but I'm not too concerned. It's just a matter of time. Uh, he asked that because I have several posts about cannabis investing on my Instagram account. I kind of uh, summarized the question. but uh, So, yeah, I post a lot about cannabis investing, and so... Want to know what I thought about Jersey? I think New York at this pace might beat Jersey to the punch, but I think in two years both will be recreation recreationally legal on some level. So it's a matter of time. Running to roadblocks, it's politics. Bunch of old ass motherfuckers in office and uh, getting them to convert. It's going to take a little bit of time. It is what it is. And then the other question was, did he? You see Rutgers wrestling in the NCAA tournament over the weekend. I did. I did see Rutgers wrestling in the NCAA tournament finals. Two national champions, baby. 
first time ever in history has a Rutgers wrestler won a national title and they got two. They got two. So shout outs to Nick Suriano and Anthony Ashnault. Two monsters. That means nothing to 99% of you, but hey, it is what it is. I'll answer anything. If you have questions about New Jersey, I guess, technology, social media, digital business, and you just want my opinion or my take, hit me up on Instagram or Twitter, NRS underscore show. I'm not a guru. I'm not trying to give advice uh, from a standpoint of an expert opinion. I'm just a dude giving you guys my takes. If you have a question about um, tech boot camps, career transitioning, user experience design, voice, uh, Alexa skill design, things like that, hit me up. Done all that professionally. So I don't know about expert opinion, but I can give a professional opinion on those things. Um, but after, besides that, I'm not trying to come across some guru or some authoritative dude. I'm just a guy with a mic. Know what I mean? All right, I'm going to wrap this up. I hope you guys have a great week. Uh, Next week will be interesting. I'm going to try something different. Maybe a little co-host action, at least for part of the podcast. I'm trying to talk less on these things. I'm trying to get more content in here, other voices, whether it's showing you the Apple event or having a co-host. I'm trying to break this show up to make it more interesting so it's not just me blah 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 for 45 minutes every week right um so we're gonna try a little co-host action next week for part of the show see how that goes hopefully do that moving forward get more voices get some guests going on i'm still gonna keep mostly doing it myself but i do want to get more voices on this thing and build this sucker out know what i mean so that's it guys hope you guys have a great week and i will see you next time for episode 50 officially middle-aged all right that's all i got have a good one peace